This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. new time frame that we're living in. Uh, you know, we're not in the wilderness any longer, guys. We're just stuff falls out of heaven and we go gather up what God is doing. We're in the promised land where we work with God through seed, time, and harvest where we sow and we grow. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, I want, we, you know, the church basically, and this church, this is a good church really is a good church. Y'all are good people, you know. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I, I'm not maybe so good, but anyhow, uh, we, um, uh, and, and we respond, but we can respond only so far uh, in the context of obligation. We're, we, you know, God does for us, so we're going to do for God. We're obligated. There's a, it's a wonderful uh, thing uh, to fulfill your obligation. But we're, we're, we need to move past that because that's very limited. We need to move into a revelation of the power of seed. All right? That, that God just doesn't, you know, require seed of us because He does require seed. God needs a seed to work with. But an obligation seed is different than a revelation seed. Amen? Because the obligation seed is... There she goes. Oh, I'm sowing in the tears. Jesus, I needed that. I could have used that. God forgive me for having such thoughts, but if I hadn't tithe, I could have. Anyhow, uh, we all have. But when it's a, uh, listen, but I know I'm obligated because you've done so much for me, Jesus. But when it's, a revelation of, uh, of of that our that our growings and increasings come because of sowing, and that we're working with seed. God works with seed, and we're working with seed. And seed is what God needs to increase your life. Amen. But we have to understand the uh, not just the principle of seed. Uh, but the power of seed and then the practice and all of the practicals, all where that is concerned. So anyhow, uh, Wednesday night's a good time to catch up on some of that stuff. There's a whole bank uh, full of deposits that have been made in your name. I hope that you'll go. And the pen is, uh, you know, uh, Passion Church, uh, Alexander City Campus, podcast and you can uh, it, and you can reference those things and I suggest that you do it's been growing interest amen it's, there's interest uh, money in there that it needs to be claimed the power of seed amen uh, and uh, and then I hope we'll bring to this thing a different man because you know we little had a little bucket up here said AC project it's a lot more than that it's an initiation into uh, for the house. Now listen, we're the house uh, spiritually, but also there is, uh, there is God's house in the natural. Amen. 
Uh, and uh, if we treat God's house with honor and respect and put it first, all right, the reciprocal is, is that God takes care of our house. Yes. And the, and the promise of this is that uh, participate for the house. Uh, I don't know where you're at, where, how, where your house is concerned. Uh, you know, but here's an opportunity to make an investment. Are you listening? And gain a return. Hallelujah. Make an investment in God's house and gain a return in your house. Now listen, that glorifies God. It glorifies God. God don't want you living in your car. God don't want you living. Listen, I'll tell you something. An owned house. And he said, I will plant them in their own land. I call it my owned land. Amen. Free, clear. Hallelujah. Title D. Amen. Uh, and an owned, uh, 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 an owned house is better than a rented house. And you know, I mean, you don't have to drive very far down the road. And it's good that you're settled and, and happy and all that, but you don't have to drive very far down the road, are you listening, to find a better one. And if it be the will of God, now that's between you and God, but if it be the will of God, and you have to ascertain that for yourself, you know, uh, that you can live in a better one. Amen. Then when people drive by, they say, now those people, they might not even say it, but they look and say, now, that's a better house. <laughs> Amen. You know, the Bible says that Solomon, that his wisdom, that God gave him the gift of wisdom because he asked for it, and along with wisdom came wealth, and that the wealth was a witness. I mean, the queen of Sheba came loaded down with gold. The Bible says there ain't weren't nobody that, that come to see Solomon that brought all that Sheba brought. And when Sheba got there, they had to go, you know, I mean, her servants are going, because she goes, oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. I heard about it by now. And it just, I mean, you know, they had, whoo. I mean, this is a rich girl. And she goes, whoo, this boy is rich, 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 rich. And you know what? The interesting statement she said after she observed all of that and experienced all of that. She said, you know what? She said, surely the God of Israel loves his people so much. That's why he gave them you as a king. Because he loved you. Now all of that, listen, all of that wealth boiled down to the witness of the love of God, of the goodness of God. Now, don't, l listen, why are we going to let the world determine that they can have all the stuff, and if we as a Christian want any of the stuff, that we're worldly? What? How is it that the world gets to call us the world? Amen? Forget about it, honey. They ain't ever going to be happy with anything that pertains to God. Hallelujah. But I am going to be like David. I am so happy with everything you've given me. And God's not done giving you, and God's not given, done giving me. Amen. Now, now sin and I are going to build a house, but this is the way we do it. See, we, we don't have enough money, and we don't have the harvest that we need, that amount of money, in order to build that house. But we got seed. And our seed, when it's planted good ground, will grow. And we will have that harvest that we need that will be enough to build the kind of house we want to build. 
Let's move along here, all right? Now, uh, are you getting the picture? Did I explain it plain enough? Amen. So you check your own situation between you and God. Uh, you know, determine where you're at, where His house is concerned in relation to your house. And, and, uh, and be a participator. Amen. Yeah, darling. I mean, that's how it should be, see? I mean, you know, I mean, you shouldn't have to wait all day when God works in your heart. Act. Amen. Do what God tells you to do. Get in on it. Praise God. All right. Are you ready for the uh, word? Yeah. I got 15 minutes, so let's hurry along here. Built on bedrock. Amen. Scripture, 1 Corinthians 3, 11. Uh, it says, No other foundation can no man lay than this, than that which is laid, which is Christ Jesus or Jesus Christ. Now, the word foundation in the uh, Greek uh, word, it is uh, themelios, is a compound of two words, lithos, which means stone, and tithemi, which means to lay something down. Combined, it, it's themelios, which describes a foundation set in stone that is strong and stable and enduring. You know, Jesus Christ, the Bible talks about him as there is no other stone. He's called the rock, the rock. The Bible talked about the rock that was cut out of the mountain without hands. Amen. God laid Jesus as the foundation and called him the rock. And he is strong and stable and enduring. For he laid his own life down for our lives. Let me uh, help you just a little bit now. Love did that. Say love did that. Amen. Psalms 18 in the Message Bible. Uh, it says this. I love you God. You make me strong. Now I, I can't. I, I cannot look at these words, I love you, God, without thinking that I did not, I was not first able to, I can't even utter those words to God and it mean anything. It, it, what gives it meaning is that God first loved me. Mm -hmm. That's right. God loved me first. Yes. And then, because I didn't love God. I, I'm the second half of that song. I love God. I love God. You love God? I fit the third bill. What's wrong with you? I mean, you know. I mean, I had a lot of stuff wrong with me. But I also realized this. That, see, because I did not know I was so loved, so loved by God. But when I began to find that out uh, by way of a revelation, the Holy Spirit, Wanted, and here's the thing. I know we sang that song. I, 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 everything is different for me now, you know. Uh, and, and, and we're not careful that borderlines on unbelief. It's not when we acknowledge this, I can't comprehend the love of God. And, you know, when we first delved off, when I first, you know, I didn't delve off into it. I felt like that, you know, I knew I'd come up to the edge of something and it's like, you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, you have fear. Yes, Lord. You, you have fear. So I don't know. 
you know, I don't know. This is just a big, large place. And, you know, and the Holy Ghost goes, yes, it is. And then he just goes, you know, and you're in a fall, you know. And he goes, don't worry, it'll catch you. <laughs> it's so big, God will catch you, you'll be all right. Get on in this thing, amen. Leap of, not a leap of faith, a push, you know, boom. You're just off road in there, you know. Uh, and that was, it's like, you know, how can you understand? Well, you can't naturally. But there is, the Bible says in the Ephesian prayer that, uh, oh, oh, it's a tremendous prayer, 3 and 14. It says that the, he said, I pray that the Holy Spirit strengthen you and enable you and empower you to understand the love of God. So I'm in the first part. Oh, I can't comprehend with my mind, but I want to so bad in my heart. I want to know how loved am I? He said, you need to jump in and experience this. Get on up in it and find out how much. God love, God's saying, I want to show you how much. You said it's impossible for you to live that kind of a life. Impossible for you to ever have that kind of a thing. Impossible for you to be. And God says, no, it is not. If you ever find out how much I love you, I'm going to take you to the heights. A blessing in Jesus, my God Almighty. Lord have mercy. I'm looking in some word now. I can't hardly stand myself. Glory be to God. I'm being expanded on the inside, and I feel like my world is exploding on the outside. Woo! My goodness, forgive me for having. You know, I know we're not supposed to have these little fits that it doesn't, you know, fit in the modern world that people want to come and just hear a nice lecture and have a good idea about God. But I want to know Him. Oh, I want to know Him. Amen. I mean, I remember the first time I kissed Miss Sandy and she said she loved me and I said I love her. Now I'm calm and everything on the outside, but I'm driving my truck home and banging on the steering wheel. Yeah, baby! Oh! I got the girl, man, and the girl had got me. Oh, I can't hardly stand it. Woo! Ain't none of this in my notes, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I found out I mean I've been a Christian for 34 years but I've been looking and I found out are you listening I feel like my first love my first kiss I got God and God's got me oh my Lord Woo! you ought to be experiencing first things in your life out of the first love of your life Glory, there's a first work in this new dimension in God. I clap my hands, my hands hurt now. My <laughs> Lord, stop it, man. You got to have a glorified body when you start getting up in some of this stuff. You hurt your own self. <laughs> oh, it hurts so good. My, I love you, God. You make me strong. God is bedrock under my feet. You know, this Jesus is the... David is referring to Jesus. David is referring to Jesus. 
He didn't know him yet, but he knew God. But Jesus would come. And, and he would be God among us. He would be God revealed. He would bring out God where he could be seen and known and understood. Listen, encountered and experienced. This is the same Jesus that he's talking about here. Jesus is bedrock under my feet. This is the Jesus who told us, I came to show you the Father, the good Father, the God who is love, the God who loves you. This same Jesus of whom it is written, he is the visible, the God we can see, of the invisible, of the Father God who is love. Everything Jesus said, everything Jesus did was to tell and to show the Father's love for us. To bring this invisible love out into the open and to give it expression and to give us the experience that we would encounter this great love that God has us. For the Bible says this, that Jesus came to convey His life is the, is the message. It is conveying the truth for God. He said in Himself, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever would believe on Him, who is this Son? The visible expression of the invisible love of God. A God who is love, who only does love who only has love, who will only ever be love. Hallelujah. I don't know what all that means, but every time I say it, I feel like the top of my head's going to come off and my feet are, are, are about, you know, just like little rocket ships going. And so I said, the love of God. I'd say, God, fill me. The Bible says the Holy Spirit. There, there's one baptism, but many infillings. And it says this, that the love of God by the Holy Ghost be shed abroad in your heart. What does that mean? Filled with the knowledge, filled with the understanding, filled the overflowing with the love that God has for you. Amen. By the Holy Ghost. Oh, I'm going to let love happen to me. Now, I said, look, you know, I'm like Peter. What? Not just my feet. All of me. I want all in, Lord. If this is wrong, correct me, but I want in. <laughs> my, 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 my. Amen. He's so, we were so, we are so loved by God that He gave us Jesus. You know, John 3 and 16. I, I want to read this. Uh, out of the message Bible. Uh, running out of time. Got a lot in in 10 minutes. That's all right. John 3.16. says, this is how much God loved the world. He gave His Son. His one and only Son. And this is why so that no one need be destroyed. This is the why. God doesn't want anyone to be destroyed. 
Isn't it interesting that the devil, who is the liar, who is the thief, and the Bible says that lying and thieving ends in destruction. He wants to destroy us. Isn't it interesting that Jesus ties that, uh, that, and we could, we could, without uh, um, any problem at all, be able to put two plus two together here, that if you don't know how much God loves you, the devil can destroy you. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that no one need be destroyed. How are people destroyed? They don't know they're so loved. How have you ever been taken advantage of by the devil? You didn't know that God's why. Are you listening? And, and the devil said, you're not going to get it. And I said, yes, I am. And here's why. God loves me. If nothing else, it's because God loves me. And I'm, lo- and I'm trying my best to comprehend that and understand that. But I'll tell you what now. Have you ever been to be- have you ever been to bedrock? Have you ever listen? Let me put it another way. Have you ever? Oh, it's a good thing sometimes to go all the way to the bottom. Well, you can't go down no further, and that's where you're going to hit something solid. There's sometimes I've been backed all the way down. Are you listening? All the little sand stuff I'd built, and you know, and all the reason, and all of my defenses where that's concerned, and my faith confessions, everything. And the devil says, and you still ain't going to say, yeah, but I am going to have it. And it's happening for me now. It ain't happening for Yeah, it is. It's God loves me. And God's loving on me. And it ain't going to ever stop. Love will not fail to come to me and get to me and bring what God has for me. It didn't fail then, honey. And it won't fail now. I'll tell you one thing. If there's anything I'll ever do is I'm going to wrap myself around this thing. You come on, devil. Come on and get this, see? Because there's blood all over it and blood all over me. You ain't a, he gave me this. You can't get it away from me. That got it all for me. And that'll keep it coming, sweetie. There ain't nothing being withheld from me. This is my love message to you. Lord have mercy. You know, how often do we walk into a gorgeous building, a home, or a church building, like this one, and say, wow, what an awesome foundation this building has. Never. When we walk into a new building, what we, uh, we, see, what it's built, we see what's built upon the foundation. Amen. We see the carpet, the tile the decor, the wallpaper, the light fixtures, the paint colors, and all of the fabulous, uh, you know, fancy woodwork, but you don't see the foundation. And you don't probably ever think about the foundation. Yet the foundation is everything that makes the building strong and makes the building stable and makes the building endurable. He had it right when he said, I love you, God. You make me strong. You are the bedrock. Your love for me. It's all in there. Amen. Your love for me is what makes me strong. Because it's the bedrock of my life. 
If ever there's any question, I go back to my why. I go back to why I'm here. I go back to why I'm still here. I go back to why I'm headed in the direction. And my why is the same why that he has. Why? Jesus said it. God loves you. And Jesus is the bedrock. The love of God. Amen. Oh, man, I'm loved. And you're loved. And, his, and the world is loved. Aren't you glad that when we come in here, we can't forget about where we came from. That this is a message to the world. This is who we are in the world. We're messengers of, listen, God so loves you. Come let love happen to you. And if you won't come, to us, we will come to you because love will come to you. Love will make an atmosphere and an environment. Love will happen here. Wherever I am aware, whoever I'm with, love is going to begin to happen because it's happening in me. Can you see some stuff today? Hallelujah. Why are you here? Why are you working this job? Why are you living in this neighborhood? Why are you doing what you do? Oh, I'm, lo- I'm loved. And you need to be loved. Are we just going to let love happen together? Why are you here? I'm not here to make money. You can think that. I'm not, I'm not here for some ulterior motive. My motive is this. I was so loved by God. He came to me. And He loves you much. He sent me to you. And whether or not you like it, oh, now. Well, you dirty so-and-so, such-and-such, stupid, little, weak, freaking Christian. Oh, honey. Now, I'm just going to have to love on you right now. You little blessed assurance, you. God's going to help you. He sent me just for you. Lord, I thank you for my assignment. This fool don't even know how much he's loved. But Lord, love this foolish man. Love, help him, Jesus. Double portion, Lord. <laughs> Shane's being unsaved. You understand that. Can you see that? Can you see that? Rather than be offended, you go, Thank you, Lord. You just gave me my assignment. Who around here needs to be loved more than anybody else? Who's so deep in darkness that they need the light more than anybody? Thank you, Lord, for locating them. Thank you, Lord, that this offense, I don't take offense. You just, they just waved a flag. Yeah, you're it. Oh, hallelujah. My Lord. You know, in the natural, we don't even think about the foundation yet. The foundation is everything that makes the building strong, stable, and enduring. You know, when we come to God's house and the church and we see all the activities, the programs and the functions, the beautiful buildings, the wonderful furnishings, the exciting happenings, all of the wonderful, fabulous people, it's easy sometimes to miss the why. God's why and our why. 
that God did all this and God does all this because he so loved us. Is it possible to be in the church and walking on the foundation of the why and forget the reason for it, for it all? Jesus said it this way. Pastor Ronald, come. I'm four minutes over. I'm going to have to do this in 60 seconds or less. Jesus said this. He said, I have loved you. Thank you for loving me. It's all right, Pastor. I have loved you. It's all right. I've shown you. Yes, Jesus. The Father's heart. We've walked and we've talked and we've done things. And you've seen and heard things. And he summed it all up. He goes, I have loved you. Now you love each other. And he qualified. He said, you love each other in the same way that I have loved you. And when you do, and this makes more sense now in this life, and when you do, when you do this love thing and you let this love happen, that's happened to you, let it happen in you. Yes, yes. I wanted to be in you. It's all right. It's all right. Yes, that it won't be a forced thing. It will not be an unnatural thing. It will be a reality. Yes, and it will be a real thing. He said, when this happens yes. in you, because the world will yes. see it. Yes. Yes. And they'll know. Yes. And they'll know that I'm the one. That I'm the one that came. And I'm the one that died. And I'm the one that so loved them that they can come. And they don't have to die, they can live. But their God, oh, I love this translation. One translation says, You're God's love dream. Oh, thank God. Sister Glory, that God. Saw a sinner. Saw a wretch like me. In perversion and sin. And darkness and death. And he came for me. And he came for me. He wouldn't let me go. I could not hide. He was unrelenting irrevocable, irresistible love for me. In the the world, and he said, I love you. I want you to know. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. We will let love happen to us and in us. And Lord, we will let love happen through us like never before. God, take us deeper, take us higher, take us wider. Enlarge us, oh God.
enduring, everlasting, unfailing love. Proverbs says what a person desires. Here's the key. Here's the key to every heart. God says, I'll give you the keys to the kingdom. The kingdom's not with outward observation, but it's inside of you. Why do I let God rule over me? He loves. Here's a key. Here's a master key to your family, to your friends, to the lost and the dying. Here's the key. It says, what a person desires is unfailing love. To those that everybody has given up on them. But here comes God. Here comes you. And refuses to live without them. Refuses to sin against them. And the, Samuel said it so well. He goes, I refuse to sin against you. And not pray for you. It would be a sin for me to not pray for you. And he said it to Saul, disobedient, rebellious, half-hearted, religious Saul. Oh, there's a happening in this house. There's something happening in this house. It's happening to us. I pray it happens in us. And my greatest prayer is that it happens through us. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.